From the studios in Bentonville, Arkansas, you're listening to Ethan Walton's Retail Supplier Podcast. Each week, we discuss the issues facing Walmart suppliers and bring you solutions from industry experts. Visit us online at ethanwalton.com if you have questions about today's podcast. And now your host, Jared Davis. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We've got a great show for you today. We're covering a very big topic that's been in the news a lot, and I'm talking about the state of global logistics today. There's so many factors that have had a big impact on the whole import-export process. I mean, we keep going back to this, but, you know, we had the pandemic and the issues at the ports. Now we're dealing with the results of the pandemic. And I know you've been keeping up with the news about the Panama Canal. Uh, And then, you know, looking to the future, there's AI and what new technologies will impact global logistics and how that data is used. Well, our guest on the podcast today is going to speak to all of that. Kevin Parkerson is CEO of KP Global Logistics Consulting, and he's been working on the front lines with retailers and suppliers for many years on global logistics and many different roles. I'm very excited to get his insight into what he sees as the current state of global logistics, as well as what we need to be planning for in the future. So, Let's get right into it. Kevin, it is great to have you here, sir. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Jared. Before we start talking about global logistics, tell our listeners uh, a little bit about you and your expertise and background in supply chain. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been in the supply chain industry for over 30 years, starting in the early 90s um, with JB Hunt Transport. Most of my career has been leading teams um, in the global logistics import industry space with companies such as Walmart, Dollar General, and most recently Hasbro. Um, I now have my own independent consulting business, KP Global Logistics Consulting, focused on the global import logistics portion of the supply chain. I'm based here in Northwest Arkansas. My expertise and my business really is inclusive of that overall movement of containerized general merchandise cargo from any global sourcing point to a destination point on the globe. This is commonly referred to what we call origin services or freight forwarding. Um, It's also inclusive of ocean freight, but it also has that final leg of the destination port drayage to the first facility, whether that be a cross dock or distribution center. So think of me as like the one-stop shopping for all things import. I think import is probably the most important word to understand kind of what my expertise and specialty is. Um, I've led teams that focused on the operations, the strategy development, and even procurement for all pieces of that supply chain. Okay, so with all of your experience and everything that you see today, what do you feel is kind of the current state of the global logistics industry? Yeah, so typically this time of year, we're kind of in the heart of peak volumes arriving for the holiday season. Historically, import volumes are at their peak during the September and November, just in time for the holidays. This year is a bit different. So import volumes have been on the decline comparatively for the last few years, brought on by mostly the post-pandemic inventory reduction initiatives as well as some economic and consumer confidence factors. Outside of the non-existent peak volume spikes, the most recent items of interest really have been the labor ILWU disruption um, and resolution on the West Coast, 
probably have heard a little bit about the Panama Canal backlogs um, and then blank sailings and the impact it could have post Golden Week, which is a holiday in Asia um, in the early October. Each one of those could probably be a separate, more in-depth podcast, but the ILWU is definitely a positive event that has been resolved. Um, while the Panama Canal and the blank sailings are watchouts that all importers need to be aware of and should have contingency plans in place and ready to, to execute. You know, in the intro, I talked a little bit about being in this post-pandemic environment. I'd like to get your thoughts on that as it relates to the global logistics industry. And do you feel like there were any key learnings or maybe any missed opportunities that really came out of that pandemic time frame? Yeah, really good question. So almost every importer or beneficial cargo owner that I talk to continues to grapple with uh, the inventory surplus that occurred while right-sizing the inventory or enhancing their inventory management systems along with their forecasting. So there's been a dramatic market correction um, when it comes to ocean rates recently. So many have taken advantage of that for now. Um, it's helped you know, significantly with cost savings. Unfortunately, many of the same problems that existed prior to the pandemic still exist today. Some examples of those are some of the visibility solutions. Um, they may exist, but they're still not very proactive in nature. Managing data, there are, are some really exciting progress going on and new options available, um, which we could delve into possibly you know, in another segment. But really a lot of the same things that we've experienced prior, unfortunately still exist. I want to get your insight on a couple of points about the future of global logistics. First of all, let's talk about the immediate future. What should importers be looking for or planning for for the remainder of this year? And then as we go into 2024. So I mentioned blank sailings a few minutes ago. I think that's probably one of the most immediate that's occurring right now. It will continue to occur in 2023. I think some of the statistics you know, that have been public knowledge and communicated thus far, um, there's a significant amount of cancellations, 38 sailings to the West Coast, most recently in the last month, which represents about 20% of the capacity. So that's pretty significant. Uh, blank sailings will continue to be a mechanism that the carriers have in the industry um, and will impact this year the back half, but also part of next year. The other part of that question is many of the advanced proactive importers um, know that this is the time of the year. It's an excellent time really to prepare what I call pregame um, activities for the ocean bid season. Um, lots of internal work, strategy development, things of that nature. These activities always improve the success for the spring cycle of the contract renewal. The month of October is a really, really good time to kind of kick off that pre-game, pre-planning, contract preparation timeframe. You know, Kevin, you've got this great background having worked with Walmart and Dollar General, and you mentioned Hasbro. You really bring this unique perspective as a supplier and, you know, what makes a supplier's business really advantageous for service providers like ocean carriers and freight forwarders and so forth. So, you know, to be that supplier, that shipper of choice, what are some of those things to look for? 
Yeah, this is a really important one that I think it should be a part of that pre-plan, pre-game activity that should be started relatively soon. Looking in the mirror in a way to kind of develop and highlight strategic advantages of why a provider should want to choose an importer um, as a customer. A bit of a different approach, but I've seen a lot of great success with this approach. Um, It could be like a forecast enhancement. It could be forecast accuracy, port-to-port business versus port-to-inland, good turn times, how long you're going to tie up the asset of the ocean carrier. All of those are important aspects of that shipper of choice or supplier of choice that if you don't have those in check, now is a time to work internally to better understand what's preventing you as an importer to use that to your advantage um, and potentially put some things in place that could enhance those conversations. All of that could be uh, mature enough to highlight um, and maybe uh, work to improve or highlight that in a negotiation um, with uh, service providers. Kevin, I also want to get your thoughts on AI for a second. What are you seeing right now for AI and some of the tech advancements that are coming to global logistics? Yeah, great topic. And again, it, it appears to be you know a very hot topic in the buzz right now, as it should be. I think there's a lot of exciting things going on in this area. Um, I mentioned a little bit about the technology and maybe some of the visibility tools um, that either are out there today or being enhanced today. I think a lot of service providers are trying to figure out exactly how to utilize AI in the current existing technology. There definitely is a need for this proactive approach to the data that we all have that I think hasn't been focused on as much in the past that I think AI presents a great opportunity for the industry to uh, move forward um, in that way. So I think AI is to be determined um, exactly how it was going to enhance the supply chain. I would you know, challenge many of the importers today to be talking to your service providers about um, their approach and their investment in AI and how it will help them uh, you know, in that proactive nature and get their arms around the data. So it's an exciting time in supply chain. Um, it definitely is a, a, a buzz um, around AI. So I think we're going to see some really good things um, related to that in, in the coming uh, months and years. All right. Great information today. And if you have questions about anything that you've heard on today's podcast, all you have to do is email Kevin at Kevin. P at globallogisticsconsulting.net. And I've got that email address in our podcast description. Kevin Parkerson, thank you so much for your time today. This has been very insightful. Yeah, thank you, Jared, for inviting me to be a part of this podcast. Look forward to the conversations and connections that will be made. Uh, Thank you again, Jared, and everyone involved.